Oh, he's got his Casio out. Welcome to a very special episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nonsense. I am your not-so-secret pod crush, Oscar Puente, and I have the absolute pleasure of being joined by my very, very good friends, permanent resident guest host Adam P., surprisingly tall Chuck Bailey, and super producer Ian Stipson. Surprisingly tall. That's you. It's your best feature. I can't say FPL champion anymore, so I had to think of something else. Funniest? Funniest pod host? Oof. You can say that one. There's the dagger again. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, I'll I'll dine out. The the image of you genuinely not being able to look me in the eye <laughs> really like <laughs> really helped rev my engine. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, good. Glad I can help you out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ian, you won most likely to be struck by lightning or something, right? One of them. Why are you talking, yeah. Oscar? Why, like, so <laughs> in a situation where you're trying to console someone, usually you well, think about. I mean, I'm, I'm the, I'm the crush, so I, I have that for me. So I feel again. Like why are you, you talking? You won person, person most likely to be called Ian. You won that award. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was a tight race. <laughs> good times. Good Podcast times. Podcast host that lives in the Midlands. You won that one. Um, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, he said the Midlands is. Ch- uh, the, the, you know, normally we go with the north, but. Yeah, I know, but I wanted it to, to seem positive. Yeah, try to be nice. Try to be nice. <laughs> okay. no, I say the middle and shit on. Um, <laughs> football. Two thirds of the country hey. annoyed us. Football. Ah, oh, mm. it's done. Out. Long, long fucking season. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Game week thirty-eight. <laughs> Feels really weird. We obviously we met up. Um, if you could tell by my voice, uh, had a few had a few spritzers. <laughs> uh, got home late. Uh, Ian was there, Adam was there, we had a lovely time. Um, and it was really weird because last season was obviously the title race um, as well as relegation to play for. So the bars were really busy, town was packed, there was great football on. And this year it was Everton against Bournemouth, <laughs> which was just <laughs> fucking toilet. Uh, Tottenham leads fucking toilet but at least there were goals and sometimes uh Leicester West Ham was on on another screen and the bars were not very busy <laughs> no one really cared it was a real switch from last season I think very poor quality football on show to round off what has felt like a slog I guess with the World Cup and that uh yeah definitely felt like a slog Definitely felt like a fucking slog. Adam, you might have nicer things to say about the season up until the end. Uh, how, how, about, how are you feeling today? I was enjoying it until about, like, for no specific reason, about two and a half months ago. Just mm. nothing in particular happened <laughs> Funny at, at that. that point. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of agree. It does feel like it's been incredibly, incredibly long. Uh, and I saw that, I think they're announcing the Premier League fixtures on June the 15th. So, you know. It's only like two and a half weeks until they're going to start Ugh. ramping it all up again. Um, What's it, 74 days till FPL is back also? At the time God, of recording, yeah. listener, please don't be confused by time travel. I know it's yeah, very hard today, for you to keep track. Yeah, today, not tomorrow when it gets released or right. other days. Tomorrow, by, by then it'll be less than that. By tomorrow days. it'll be 73 days, but Oh, it depends on when tomorrow be... is. It could be even less than that, listener. What Check if tomorrow calendars. never comes, you know? Carry on. Carry on. So yeah, it's a weird one, weird one. But you know, football's over for now. I know the better the better game was Saturday with the Bundesliga 
And uh, Looney Tunes getting promotion up at the expense of Cardiff <laughs> City. Is that right? Somebody. Yeah, Cardiff City are in that league, but we're not involved in any playoffs. <laughs> okay, Coventry. Okay, okay. Coventry. Ah, C teams, you know how it is. C, C teams, W teams, it's all the same teams. Awesome. Um, yeah, lots of promotion stuff. I know it's a sore subject Looney for Tunes. Ian. Um, <laughs> Looney Tunes, great. I've never heard them call that. Yeah, okay. Um, it's uh, it's Cockney rhyming slang, Ian. As as you know, I'm an expert. So. <laughs> sure, yeah, one of your specialist subjects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not ours. Yeah, um, Luton are going to have to spend inordinate amounts of money to bring their stadium up to some sort of Premier League code. Oh, is that mm-hmm. the stadium with like the houses? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just just spend three oh. seconds scrolling on Twitter, and you'll see eight million people saying, "Oh, look at this!" Isn't or you know, all those lad Bible pages. <laughs> yeah, like, we've been on about this for years. We've wanted them for ages. <laughs> Come on, guys. We don't want it changed. I don't want them spending money to bring it up to code either. I want, you know, peeling paint and uh, dangerous stands. No, I probably don't want that actually. But probably <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, but you know, just let's let's keep some let's keep some lower league charm in the football. Isn't it weird that I would be saying that? Uh, it is so weird, weird that you'd be the traditionalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Kenilworth Road's where I first saw football. Don't change it. Don't make it better make it worse yeah it was in black and white back then yeah even through my eyes <laughs> all the pitch so, all the pitch so strange sepia uh, sepia tones uh, the polio took his uh, vision <laughs> polio <laughs> <laughs> It is that famous picture of Ian sitting there with like a blanket over his legs, like FTR. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh, too soon. Um, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Oh, uh, well, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. We're very happy to have you. We are one American and three Brits, and we try to talk about the Premier League, but often get distracted. Uh, and if you're back, even better. We love it. We appreciate it. Um, and we're going to kick things off, move on from the banter segment with our very famous segment, as we often do around here. And How many times is... are you going to say segment? <clears throat> segment? Rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Our top story this evening, and this is actually a big one. Uh, after five wonderful years together, the Miles Offside podcast has decided that this season and indeed these next couple of episodes will be our last. Uh, we are retiring for life reasons. I'm sure you all have noticed, listener, that it has become increasingly difficult for us to record together and release on any sort of a regular schedule. Um, and we figured it would be better to walk away with our heads held high, knowing that we're saying goodbye, than to sort of let it taper off and die, as many other uh, shows have done in the past. Um, but I will open this up to Adam first, as our newest host and friend and longtime listener, and probably uh, the best best one. Yeah, exactly. Yep, <laughs> also before. the best. The reason the pod is dying is you showed us up on our own show. You're way too good at this. Um, wow. What are your thoughts, Adam? I, mean, I thought for a second you were going to say I was the reason it was dying for, not because I was good, because I was bad. But uh, I'm glad <laughs> yeah, that's the reason you went Yoko. with it. <laughs> I completed my sabotage mission. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's um, it, like, obviously this will sound kind of, uh, trite to say but it is genuinely really sad uh to see you guys uh hanging up uh the microphones as it were i think uh we, we talked about this um in slack like all of us uh in slack greatly appreciate uh what all of you have done uh creating a nice little corner of the internet where everyone can kind of be themselves and feels comfortable and free enough to express their weird little, uh, whether it be neuroticisms or little hobbies or anything like that. I think, yeah, you've just helped 
create a really positive environment, which in especially in like football circles is like bloody difficult to find nowadays. Um, and in kind of Twitter and the online space in general is increasingly, increasingly hard to come by. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I want to say on behalf of the listeners, as I am one, uh, just thanks and sad to see you go, but obviously kind of completely understand at the same time. No, we appreciate it, mate. And to, and to be honest, I think for the last four months, you've been the life support system that's kept us going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> In this, in this long, because yeah, it's, it, it has been very difficult. Um, I mean, uh, you know, with tired times are changing. Um, Ian's got to step into a new role at ITV. Uh, it's a bit hush hush at the minute, but you know, <laughs> just look at, look at the papers Jesus and you'll figure Christ. it out. Uh, you know, <laughs> looking at the papers, he might be stepping away from his role at ITV. <laughs> well, you know, you cre- it's your fault for creating a toxic work environment, I believe. I do um, do that. Libelous? Who knows? <laughs> It doesn't matter. No, there's definitely a there's definitely a job vacancy. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mention anyway. Um, I might still be drunk. Um, <laughs> I'll stop talking. But no, it's been yeah, it's been bloody great. It's been absolutely bloody great. And and uh, I think exactly what Oscar said. Um, it's better to 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 go out and uh, rather than just whimper away and only do an episode every here and there here and there and miss you guys for months at a time and that kind of stuff although we have been guilty of that in the past um but yeah just it's been an absolutely bloody great experience um getting to meet all the all the guys that are on the slack a lot of them face to face anyway um uh, you know and and also hanging out with Oscar and Ian that that week that we spent in in Rhode Island was like really really special so something I'll I'll definitely remember and very sad very sad that it's um it's over so if if this is the first time you're listening where the fuck have you been <laughs> because if if, if, more of you, now. if you pricks have been here earlier then we might have been more successful <laughs> got more money out of it and then you know absolutely surging in Malaysia at the minute we are though. Just oh, as a yeah. side note, yeah. Surging in Malaysia. Really yeah, weird. I guess one last shout out to Malaysia, um, <laughs> Paris, Israel, oh, what was the, Barbados. What was the state that we thought we were big in before we realised Virginia? That, yeah, Virginia. before we realised that it was just where all the uh, servers were for all these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that we right? We shout out Virginia for like half a season. Pretty much. Just and then it turned out it's just, it's just where loads of the internet lives, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I heard someone say that um, everything ends poorly, otherwise it wouldn't end. And I hope that we are um, proving that to be untrue. Uh, well, we started poorly. So. Well, uh, continue <laughs> as you mean to go on. <laughs> Frank Lampard of podcast. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, Take gosh. it easy. Um, no, it's been an incredible five years, but things change, you know? I mean, Chuck, you grew a whole human from the size of a pomegranate to someone that can ride rides at Disney World in the time that this well, podcast has existed. I We've grew. all changed mm-hmm. jobs or had promotions. We've all moved houses. Like, you know. Yeah. Life just sort of happens, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't an amazing five years along the way. Um, Ian, anything to add? Southgate's still England manager. Did well. he outlive us? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We made it past the Queen, though. We outlived the Queen, at least. <laughs> sure. Was that? I don't remember that being a day one goal. <laughs> one of the things in the mission statement. We're not leaving yeah. until there's a new monarch. <laughs> yeah. I won't have it. Um, um but yeah it's it's been a ride but uh you know for those that that might be wondering i mean if you did want to get on on the slack hard luck uh that's now a closed shop fuck off it's the um, super league 
It is the Super League! Oh my god! Yes. Um, and, and obviously, with us, you know, this kind of goes without saying, but we're not going to be charging Patreon money anymore. Um, unless you really, unless you really want me to buy you a load of socks, and then I'll happily do that anytime and set up my own patron. Imagine um, if we just left that going and just saw who, who wasn't ahead of their finances and sort of just kept paying into our account. Five yeah, years from now, it's just me and Emily still paying. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it, watch it, those dollar donations rake in $25 a year. Woo! It's not yeah. exactly the biggest crime in the century. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're still going to be doing uh, Patreon meetups and, and that kind of stuff. Um, well, they're just friends now. Just friends yeah, now. Yeah, I think Chuck. they're just, they're just not, people you know, now. They're not customers. Just friends. They're not cash cows to be milked anymore. <laughs> Punters. <laughs> We love more crap. We do love emotional I'm, support. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm idiots. Gonna, I'm, I'm, People clearly that had far too much fucking money. <laughs> but then we felt bad, so we basically just gave it all back to them. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. basically just gave all the money back to people. Yeah. Like, yeah, prizes. There you go. Right, we'll take you out for drinks. Yeah, we'll pay for this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But we do thank the listeners for making us a thing um, for a few years there. That was nice. So, um, shall we talk about the season? Suppose we could, yeah. Where do you want to start? The season. Uh, let's start at the top. Manchester City, best Manchester City team we've seen in the Mop era? Question mark. Uh, um. I think yeah, it probably recency does. bias. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be right, Chad. There might be a bit of recency bias, but because they've changed the way they're playing, and Holland's brilliant. He's now inverting fullbacks and. Did it with cancel. Did it with three different players. This, if not fullbacks, then centre backs, and put them into midfield. It's yeah. What Pep does and continues to do is pretty amazing. And uh, mm. obviously now they're in the Champions League final as well, with the best chance they've had in 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 years to win it. Uh, is there any chance they do win it, and then Pep calls it a day, or what, do you do you think that's something that's likely? Because I was talking about this uh, with Kelly today, and like. As part of me feels like with this investigation that's happening with the 150, 20 billion charges they've got about yep. financial uh, stuff, like Pep's going to have to answer questions about that week in, week out next season if he stays. If he wins the Champions League, I feel like there'd be a perfect opportunity to just go, I won them titles. Like, you know, I didn't do anything financially irregular. I just had the players and I picked the teams and I picked the tactics and I did it. You can talk about whether the asterisks matter and just fuck off. Like, you know, so once he's run, run away, league. run away with the trophies before anyone can take it off of him. Is that what you're saying? Well, sort of. He's going like, to go live in an island in like the Pacific. Pretty good tactic. He's going to be asked <laughs> three or four times a week in press conferences next year. You know about the the titles and whether they'll be taken off him and whether it's a level playing ground and all that. And I just, if I was him, I just think I've won the Champions League now with with City. Can I be asked with it? You know, he's he's gone away from football for a bit before. You know, might might it happen again? But anyway, just my vague pep thoughts. Pep thoughts that could have been a vague pep could have been a feature. Anyway, start with the name, work backwards. Yep. Chuck, do you think that they're the best city team we've seen? I think it's that, like Ian kind of touched on there, it's the fact that they've won the league whilst adapting to incredibly expensive, very good striker who breaks Premier League goal-scoring record in his first season. Hey, remember all the idiots that said he's not going to do that mm-hmm. well? Hi, one of uh, dickhead. <laughs> but to be fair, 
I I changed my tone immediately after game week one. So I was very quick <laughs> off of that, having any sort of hesitation or reservations about whether he would be great. Um, I don't remember like you, you said, being cold on Holland. That's pretty hilarious. I wasn't very. It was like I thought he'd score like 20 goals. Or oh, it'll like, take time to adapt. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll take time to adapt. Yeah. Not a hat-trick a game. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, yeah, like five hat-tricks in his first nine games or whatever ridiculous <laughs> record that was. But, yeah, it was. it's more the, the adaptation to the way City play, putting John Stones up into, like, defensive midfield and that kind of mm. stuff, which struggled for a while. And then um, the press came out and the, the league charged them with all these things. And they went, right, fuck you, we're just going to win every game. And they did that. And then... I think watching them when they took apart Real Madrid in the second leg, mm. that was, I think that's one of the best performances I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a massive Not class. just, mm. yeah, exactly. Not just on the City side, but the fact that that's what they did to Real Madrid, who have won the Champions League, what, like four out of five, four out of six, something like that. So, yeah, it's quite impressive. He He keeps being asked. He's got another season left another two seasons mm-hmm. i can't remember um and he keeps saying you know he'll he'll stay then but he's very much kind of saying like once the once the current contract's up like he's done mm. right i mean like i say i just we'll, we'll see what happens if the champions league gets won well and the fa cup as well especially if he wins the treble the treble, like the yeah, treble not a treble the treble yeah. the treble <laughs> no asterisk well there will be asterisks will be obviously <laughs> all in due time yeah i think my the answer my answer to that question also is with the whether he gets the trouble or not um if i'm reading between the lines there chuck it seems like it's the most impressive but maybe not necessarily the best season they've mm. had um and i could just be putting words in your mouth but who cares i'm gonna sure, do that anyway. why not uh, Adam, where are you at on them? Do you think that this it, does it depend You've got on the love trouble? City, haven't or... you, Adam? Oh, They've got to be like a... your favourite second team, haven't <laughs> <of> they? <laughs> really root for uh, him. Yeah, you know, you love the story of an underdog. It just, uh, <laughs> just really warms the cockles of the heart. Um, no, I think this might be the best Man City team in isolation, but I still think the... Was it the 2017-2018 season when they got 100 points? I think that was the best City team compared to the rest of the Premier League. Because right, right. I think they were top, uh, or they finished top um, ahead of, uh, I think it was Man United were in second. And they f- they were ahead by like 19 points, which is absurd. Mm. I think they broke the Premier League record for the most away wins in a season. Uh, the biggest goal difference uh, in a season. I think the most goals scored at home by a team in a season um so yeah i think that's probably when uh when it really looked like okay this could just be a thing that lasts forever i think that that was when they kind of really showed how clear of the rest of the league they were and then obviously there were a couple of seasons where liverpool pushed them really really close didn't Mm -hmm. quite make it um so yeah i think that's probably the time when the gap has been biggest. Uh, remember, as as weird as it seems, because it feels like the title race has been done for ages now. City only finished ahead of Arsenal by five points, which isn't it's yeah. it's a lot, but it's not like loads. Um, and there was well, Arsenal were famously Arsenal were top for two hundred and forty. Well, yeah, <laughs> for a while and, there. yeah, um, and Arsenal were top for two hundred and forty six days. I think the most well, by a side. Well, me. He's like etched etched like a prisoner stuck in a cell on his wall. Um, 
yeah, I think so. I think that shows the fact that Arsenal were top for so long um, shows that the gap to the other teams isn't quite as big when you look yeah. at the season holistically. It's just this last this last two three months, it has really felt kind of quite seismic. It is it is weird because it's Arsenal's form, if you like, has come in those patches, but you forced them into going a twelve game run. To, to win the league, you know, in game week, it was all sewn up in game week 37. You know, mm. that's quite a thing to do. To ha- They had to win 12 games on the bounce to win it a week before it was all, you know, the, the season was over anyway. I know you're saying it's five points, but obviously it only happened because um, that week Arsenal obviously lost to Forest before City had even played. But you know what I mean? You force them into a mammoth run of wins. In order to win, in order to win the league, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's like I say. I think that's kind of show. Maybe you could say, "Oh, that was City having a slow start." But I mean, the City team that got a hundred points didn't have a slow start. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't get a hundred points and be bad for any prolonged period of the right. season. Um, so I think I think that shows the kind of gap isn't as big as it might feel now. And and like you say, Ian, I think. Arsenal's form as the closest challenger and I think like I've said before the fact that it's Arsenal who haven't had that kind of recent history of pushing them Mm. uh all the way I think that makes the gap feel uh feel significantly bigger and like you're saying about the demolition of the Real Madrid um in the Real Madrid of Real Madrid um in the Champions League again obviously that was an amazing performance Man City absolutely blew them off the park, deserved to win. But Real Madrid are second best in La Liga by quite some way against a Barcelona side that got knocked out in the group stages of the Champions League and by Man mm. United in the Europa League. So this is not a vintage... I don't think it's a vintage season for European football in general. Like, mm. you look at Bayern, Munich have struggled uh, just about kind oh, of fucking fell Dortmund, over... man. Yeah, uh, it fell over the line to win the title in Germany... Uh, Arsenal Napoli, finishing obviously. second. How bad is the rest of Europe when that's happening? <laughs> well, the, the, they didn't the, play anyone in Europe. The Bayern one's yeah. funny because they won the league on goal difference, and then what is it? The director of football got fired. Uh, Oliver Kahn and other guy whose name I can't remember got fired on the pitch in the celebrations of the trophy. <laughs> they, <laughs> oh, they said like it's not acceptable for us to be winning the the title on goal difference. You're out. Well, and Tommy Tukes is still in a job though, right? For now, yeah, sure. Mm, just about. Just for now. Yeah, handshake gets... with Conte. That was this season. This season? Oh, man. Was this season. Like I'm so glad ago. you brought that up. I watched on Match of the Day, they, they, you know, they did like a compilation thing at the end of like things that have happened this season. I was like, like that was this year? I know. It feels like mental. a lifetime ago that Tuchel grabbed his hand. Mental. Yeah, Absolutely it was mental. a long year. <laughs> <laughs> a long Jesus. year. Do you do you find this maybe Adam before we move on? Like, uh, it seems to me, briefly looking at social media, that people aren't necessarily talking about Arsenal being able to do this again next year, and and not in the way that they're saying like not. It's just the focus I've seen everywhere is about like, oh, Man United will be on a charge, or Chelsea will, or Liverpool will. Do you do you think you've got it in you to do this again? What do you think needs to happen at Arsenal mm. for this to happen again? 
I, I mean, emotionally, personally, I can't do it again. I can't go through another season like this. I think I think that'll be it for me. Um, I don't know. It's a tricky one. I think, like, this sounds simple to say, but I think we're best placed of the other teams that aren't Man City to put in a title challenge. Like, Liverpool have got a significant structural rebuild to do, and there's a bit of changes that have been going on behind the scenes there that, leaves me a little bit curious as to how they'll get on with that rebuild, especially with some mm-hmm. of their signings recently haven't been amazing. Tottenham are all over the place. I don't really think we need to consider them. No. Chelsea, there's a lot up in the air there. I mean, Pochettino no. is a very good manager, but we kind of don't really know how that's going to go. Bad. Man United. We do. Title race. Uh, title <laughs> race. <laughs> <laughs> Wildly <Yeah>. changing. <laughs> uh, hey, last is. time we didn't have Europe, we won the title. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Adam, continue with your point. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man United, again, they've got a lot of players that I think need to probably go and they need a new striker. They probably need a new winger again. They need a new centre-back again. They need a new goalkeeper. There's a lot of changes that need to go on there. And although I think, um, I think there are change, there are kind of additions and there's going to be a lot of movement in the transfer window for Arsenal as well. I think the base that we have is significantly better. And I think all that I can hope as a fan is that the team and the manager will have learnt from the mistakes of this season and and won't be making them again. Like if William Saliba doesn't play away to Sporting Lisbon in the Europa League, which realistically nobody really cares about, then this title race is probably different because he doesn't get injured. And yeah, who knows what happens there? So so yeah, I don't. I'm not saying that I think we will challenge City for the league. I think it's too early to say whether anyone will, quite frankly, because I think a lot of that depends mm-hmm. on how all of the teams, um, how they strengthen in the transfer window. Uh, but yeah, I would say we're probably best positioned of the rest of the sides to do so. Like I, My prediction for where we will finish next season is probably second or third, I would say. And, and that's yeah, here he is. Not, it's, it, yeah, it sounds weirdly optimistic um but i think it's probably more because there is so much up in the air at the rest of the sides uh that arsenal feel like the most stable which is which is a weird thing to say who do you think the other second slash third place team will be do you think it's newcastle do you have united do you think it's one of the other big teams that are sort of lurking in the shadows looking to bounce back next year uh that's a really difficult question i if this man united depending on what happens with their ownership situation I think that's kind of obviously a big thing that's still hanging over them. Like, I think Man United have been a little bit overrated this season just because they're Man United. Um, I think if that was any other side, people never would have talked about them as potential title challengers. Uh, I think, I say Chelsea are the team I'm most interested to see next season because I think there is the biggest potential upside there. Like, I think. To see if it gets worse you mean well i mean obviously that because be <laughs> it'll, it'll be funny yeah i mean definitely but i think of it the other way if chelsea do really well and pochettino starts winning spurs fans will be upset so you know really it's a win-win situation <laughs> ah the old win-win yeah fair enough i think yeah i think you're right man united does flatter to deceive a bit because they definitely benefit from the teams that are normally there liverpool tottenham chelsea being way below their their usual standard but hmm 
that one end of the table to the other. The three relegated teams this year are Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton. I believe none of those were promoted, right? Is this the Correct. first time we have all three promoted teams staying up? Fourth ever, I believe. Wow. Very, very cool stuff. I say good fucking riddance to Leicester. Congratulations. You won your league title. You won your little FA Cup. Now fuck <laughs> off forever. Um, <laughs> that's I, don't I think. really don't understand no, why don't. you hate Leicester Incredibly so much. Harsh. I didn't used to, and then they ever they just hung around in the top four too long. Or like in the top four conversations too many years in a row. And I was like, fuck off. Well, that's what's really weird. Like they won the league. They won the league. Then it was like 12th. Then I think it was something like ninth, eighth. You had those two seasons where they were in the top four until the last day, both seasons. Mm. Like, what was it? 99% of the time. Yeah. They finished eighth last year and then like relegated and, and not like a, oh, they were too good to go down. They were awful this year. It's, mad the drop off they've had and the roller coaster ride of Leicester having yeah won the league um community shield because that counts according to Mourinho so it's fine <laughs> um FA Cup um on the flip side you know the 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 owner the the helicopter accident meaning that the 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 owner passed away you know and lots of people close to the club covid pandemic that you know affected obviously everyone but like we've mentioned before kind of crippled their their businesses yeah. that were all based on tourism duty um, free which just obviously didn't exist for a year and a half or whatever <laughs> yeah. i mean god and so it's it's mad and i think i think this should be a wake up call to a lot of the teams that in the last few years have maybe kind of coasted um, and thought like they'd be fine because you see like that clump of teams that have been up for a while. So, you know, Leicester, Southampton, Everton, um, West Ham, Palace, Wolves, uh, Brent, uh, Villa, like you see that group now stretching with some of the teams dropping off and some shooting up really high and getting into Europe. That like those other ones there, like they need to sort their shit out because you know, it's very easy to just plummet all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, look at how little it took for Everton to stay up. Like, it was one hell of a volley, but if it wasn't for that, like, they'd, they'd be going down. Uh, it took a deflection. <laughs> you Adam, a deflection. Adam was very, very clear in the pub that there was a deflection, and uh, I don't know why it mattered. But... Nobody was mentioning it, and I thought it was of note. It took a deflection. Very well mm. noted, Adam. <laughs> a deflected, beautiful shot. <laughs> Um, I will say just to one thing, uh, just to say it, because I want to say it. Uh, Leicester finished above Palace on expected points, and they were the most underperforming team uh, this season. So Leicester, a bit hard done by to lose out and to get relegated. Um, yeah, but and worse, that does also worse mean on XG we- deferential. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I'll take, okay. take what I can. Take what you can. <laughs> um, we do need to give out on this uh, one last time ever, I guess, Mr. Simpson, cue the jingle. Better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. Season. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, our Burnley of the season it is a very, very, very close race. Both of these teams finished about 12 points above their expectation. Um, and if we were going just purely by the numbers, it would be Fulham because they were 17th unexpected, 10th actual. Oh, but geez. because this is my show and I want to do what I fucking want, we're giving Burnley of the season to Arsenal. Arsenal finishing on 84 <laughs> points, 72.5 expected. Hang on. Wildly overperforming to their second place finish. Hang on. This, this feels like a setup here. Like. <laughs> it does feel like a ruse. <laughs> it does. I feel, I feel like-, like Chelsea overperformed. 
<laughs> Chelsea underperformed by eight points mm. in the table, which makes mm-hmm. sense because we can't finish a fucking thing. But we're not talking about Chelsea, so you know. We could do that. We could Should I talk uh, about the Chelsea season? I guess Frank Frank Lampard being uh, having what is it a thirteen percent thirteen percent win percentage as a Premier League manager? That's quite bad, isn't it? I don't know that person. Mauricio Pochettino is <laughs> our coach. Nathan Jones had thirteen percent. Oh, <laughs> he was terrible. Um, um, best manager in Europe. But carry on. Yeah, Welsh women, etc. He got his. Luton, Luton are up because of him. You know, that's that's what it takes. Yeah, um, good foundations. Shout out Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you should talk about the Chelsea season. You should. Um, absolute dog shit. The worst season in my twenty years as a fan by far, both in terms of points and in terms of experience. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. Would not go on that ride again. Um. Three managers. How many losses? Only three. Fifth, 16 losses. Oh, oh my God. That's so many losses. <laughs> We're so bad. Um, I think that hopefully the lesson that they will take away from this season, because there's something, I guess, that sure. could potentially come out long term, is that you want to make specific signings, not just lots of signings. <laughs> Look at what Enzo did. Specific, um, not just lots. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. What happened to not caring not my money? What happened? Spend all I, the oh, money. I mean, continue to make lots of signings, but also make oh, specific okay. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> lots I, of I signings, but good signings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, not less Mudrick, more Enzo. Um, in general, <laughs> I think because yeah, there's like a couple of signings that really stood out. Um, that at the time we were like, oh, this is in a position of need. Wonder if this person will have a bigger impact. And then yeah, let's see the thirteenth winger we bought this season. Like Adam said, there's a lot of potential there. I'm only half joking when I say last time we finished out of the European places, we literally won the league the next season. Uh, we went from ninth to first this year. We'd be going from 12th. Um, we don't have Europe. We have talented players. We have a manager who hopefully will be able to figure that out if I'm being optimistic and choosing to lean into that side of it. Um, but I have nothing good to say about this season. It was absolute fucking dog shit. Terrible time. For so. old time's sake. <laughs> I, will, I will say this that you you mentioned about not having Europe but I did see something that there was a few years ago where yeah you didn't qualify for Europe you sold your two-time player of the season to Man United and then you won the league the next year so that was Juan Mata so when Mason Mount goes to Man United you'll definitely wow. win the league why are you being this way <laughs> <laughs> why are you being hurtful <laughs> Listen, you're, you're, you, this podcast is ending, so I've got to get it all condensed somehow. I mean, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Do you want to talk about Roy and how you're definitely going to get to keep him now that you finished above Chelsea in the table? Or I really thought I wasn't going to enjoy it, but I do. <laughs> looking, at, looking at that league and seeing us just above. And it's the fact that we're adjacent. And we were 12th position was ours. You had to really work to take 12th. That's true. We did. We did. <laughs> you had, yeah. When they do, there's a, there's a, the Premier League released like a timeline of like the teams moving positions and obviously like tracking it all 20 as the weeks went on. And you get to like week 23 and it's just a, a flat line, <laughs> both a literal and metaphorical flat line for Crystal Palace, <laughs> just at 12 for weeks and weeks and weeks until God bless Frank Lampard. He took Chelsea from 11th to 12th. <laughs> 10th to 12th, thank you, get it right. Oh, sorry, I didn't give him oh, the no, credit 11th, he deserves. That's right, it was 11th. Um, yeah, because we had to fire uh, it. Yeah, um, just brilliant. Absolutely. Just a quick one, Oscar. Hilarious. You just said that we had to fire Potter. 
No, you didn't. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> sure. You didn't. No, you didn't. Uh, I, I think we did, but I wasn't on the show at that time, and it's way too late to be digging up uh, Graham Potter takes. Graham Potter. Graham. Graham, who now today is coming out as being linked with the palace job again, but, you know, is it's he really? just, it's oh, just silly. Yeah. Really? I Despite would, the yeah. Brighton of it all? Despite the Brighton of it all. It, it, because of it. He yeah. fucking hated Brighton. <laughs> It's be fair, he told, he told the fans Calling to fuck the fans off at one point. Yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? Exactly. Like, oh, sorry, I must need a, an education because this guy, I didn't believe that this club had ever been higher than this in the league. It was like <laughs> one of the things he said when the fans were booing him. So um, he's got palace in his blood, sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it feels, it feels like it. Um, but no, just anyone, literally anyone, not... Roy Hodgson, but it's going to be Roy Hodgson. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. We're going to have I've Roy Hodgson all for another season year. Going, Don't worry, Chuck. It won't be Roy. And now I'm just like, oh, it's definitely going to be Roy, isn't it? Oh. It's like all season. It's been like 10 weeks. Feels like all season, Chuck. Yeah, it does. <laughs> felt like a fucking slog. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. What's really great is we, we didn't win for like three and a half, four months and still finished like a – it's like some of these teams are so fucking shit. <laughs> Like, yes, yeah. they should have relegated four teams this season and given it to Coventry just as a treat at the end of the final Little whistle. Treat. After the Coventry. penalty's gone in, all the Coventry players, yeah, Co- Coventry um, <laughs> players are on the ground and they're all sad. They just go over and go, don't worry, guys, we're going to relegate Everton as well. <laughs> yeah. And then just, you know. I wouldn't want to be the guy who goes up to Daesh and says that's happening, but yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, you can you can get promoted to the Premier League, but you do have to tell Sean Dyche. Yeah, 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 you have to tell him and survive. And he hasn't used any of his three punches for the day. <laughs> yeah, make sure there's no no sharp objects in the room. Good lord! Oh. Right, well there we go. I mean, Leeds uh, looked like they were desperate not to stay in the Premier League. For I mean, Sam Allardyce did. This sum total of fuck all to uh, arrest the slide and look like he don't give a shit himself. Who well, give a fuck? They're going to give him a quarter of a million quid yeah. to do four games and expect a result. Get a point. Madness. <laughs> where, where they went wrong is getting in a Watford manager of any delineation. Mm. It's, it's hard ridiculous. to get anyone who hasn't worked at Watford at some point. This Everybody is true. Gets to go there. <laughs> yeah, literally, Hodgson did Watford in between us, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He, he, you know, terrible. He was the, the things were better under Jesse Marsh. Like they yeah. probably would have been all right. Yeah, probably well, they have. they got rid of Jesse Marsh when they were out of the relegation zone. So yeah, you know. Anyway, it's it just there 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 was a bit of teams keeping with their with their managers and having faith doing quite well this season in comparison to the ones who, or rather, making the decision as early as Bournemouth did, rather than four games out. Eight games out, you know, when it's it's really just a hide into nothing. It's absolutely sure, sure what did you expect? only just fucking rescued Everton. Only just. And he was yeah. a good appointment for us, we were saying, you know, that he's probably their best chance at avoiding relegation. It was as you say, a deflected goal <laughs> uh, that, that did it for him. And yeah, it was, the, the margins were really paper thin. And mm. uh, I do fear a bit for Leeds. I fear very much for Leicester, as we've already spoke. Good fucking riddance, And That's what we said about Leicester. That's, okay, that's what you said about Leicester. <laughs> so weird. Let me have this. I think Leicester... <laughs> what is might, this? Leicester might I be... Know. <laughs> I was going to say... Love- <laughs> 
I love Oscar's aggression about Leicester. Sorry, we're all just talking over Adam now. He's yeah, probably sorry, making bro. a really oh, good sorry. point. <laughs> but to be honest, Adam, you've had enough airtime. This is our time. Start your own podcast. <laughs> Once again, we thank you for helping to keep <laughs> the show so together. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we really appreciate it. Oh dear. What were you going to say, Adam? Something about Southampton or something? Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my passion for it. Uh, Southampton can piss I off. I was just going <laughs> to... Jesus Christ. Adam, please speak. I, well, I, I was going to say, and this might make you feel better, Oscar, I think Leicester are, of those three teams that have gone down, I think they are the ones I can see who are most likely to like double dip in relegations and go down again because yeah. mm-hmm. their squad is going to be absolutely decimated by the time by the time they kind of lose all the players who are out of contract and uh, and Premier League and potentially other championship clubs have, have their pick of uh, the rest of the squad, I think. Southampton have appointed they appointed Russell Martin a fairly sound appointment he, he knows that uh, knows the league relatively well I think yeah I just think Leicester they look a bit lost um, lost up. off the pitch and they've looked off they've looked lost on it as well so yeah I think I think they could be in potentially quite a lot of trouble well as we have now as a proof of concept it is possible to get sent out from the top division non-league and come all the way back up as Looney Tunes have proven to the world mighty, mighty Looney Tunes. This is true. Uh, another good thing is that um, Arsenal haven't won in their last 10 games at Kenilworth Road, so it's, that'll, <laughs> that'll be good for you, Adam. Uh, on Friday it's night, Friday game night, week one. Friday night, game season. week one. <laughs> <laughs> triple captain on Jesus. No, insert any Luton player here. That's the triple captain. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of triple captain, shall we move on to FPL? Yeah, we've got we've got prizes to talk about, and uh, then we've got a quiz. So let's and uh, we've got a champion to crown <clears throat> of the three hosts. <clears throat> sure, sure. <clears throat> well, four hosts. Um, we have a champion to <laughs> That's crown. How we're going to get out of this one? <laughs> um, because congratulations, Adam P. Two thousand four hundred and thirty-one points, four hundred and sixty-five k, which is all terrible but you are officially i i take my crown off and place it upon your head i will not have um, this i will not have this it's mine to give Um, Uh, oscar finished in in second Uh, on way below that 110 points lower 2329 uh then it was ian 2314 and then it was me 2303 just an abysmal appalling slog of an fpl season capped capped off for me when we were in the pub and i didn't like i looked at my team and it was like okay five of my team aren't starting um (laughs) and one of them is kieran trippier who just decides to uh, shit his pants rather than points um, <laughs> by just doing an own goal so yeah. it was just a perfect uh, to cap us off um, so yeah I guess Adam is the champion Oscar can asterisk it uh, <laughs> no 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 congratulations and long live Adam are now and forever FPL champion look you go from punching bag to champion all in the matter of five years we're so proud of you it's the Luton Town <laughs> story your, your narrative your narrative arc has been huge over the life of this podcast and it's really great that you, you know you've, you are Bran the Broken who is now and who has a better story than Adam <laughs> who has a better story than Adam uh. 
Um, oh but God. enough about us because let's face it, we had a shit season. Uh, let's talk about the people that did well. Um, oh, I'm looking at the page. John League, but I need to look at the actual like public league, don't I? Um, the no, winner same is the same. Um, same person. Uh, so we will do our top 10 in 10th place, Padfall with Fluffy Nutkins. In 9th, Barcelona Air, Martin Air. Uh, in 8th, Dallas Buyers Club, James Atkinson. Mighty Reds Wannabes in 7th, Andrew Mercer. Swap Nil Panday with Michael Ole in 6th. Uh, Rabadinia Rapids. Uh, like his name made its way into my heart, but sadly not high enough in the table. Toby Ackland. Um, fourth place, Andy Pempreys from Sutton, I believe, um, mm-hmm. with Bayern Brew. He came fourth, 2575. He had a massive charge uh, towards the end of the season, but not enough to get ahead of Sam Van Wam Bam Bam Balam Danby, my little Tony, on 2576. Oof. Uh, change name, Kieran Hartnett. Oh, I've just <laughs> realised Vin Lee. What happened to Vin Lee? 27. You should, found. should have changed your team name, you prick. Uh, <laughs> Kieran Hartnett, change name, 2598. And top, queen of the FPL, of the patrons, of the friends, of the Miles Offside podcast, uh, Michelle Marlborough, Miles United, 2,610 points and a close to that rank of 8,814. In the world. Oh my God, that's amazing. In the world, not too shabby shell so congratulations you win that one you also win the prize for the patreon league um so what are the prizes oh a mystery shirt yeah well you'll get a mystery football shirt sent to your door and money probably it'll be a um, posh one that i found on the floor after i ripped it up and threw it <laughs> the other night but you know you can have that sure um okay uh, asbestos not included Asbestos always included. Um, so that's FPL. <laughs> so glad that's fucking over with. I hate it. Um, Predictor League. Yeah, League of Predictions. Uh, oh. I filled it out for once. I'm not doing a full jingle. I'm no, fair. That's fine. That's uh, right. And, you know. Predictor So League. I haven't updated it because everyone's been really shit this year. Um, the winner had 72 points, oh. um, which is... And, and the, the last place had 98, Adam. I came last. Yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You came last Just, on yeah. a... No one broke 100 points. this season, though. That's That might be the first time that's happened. Uh, oh, no, God. it only happened one season. I'm pretty sure that was Adam, question mark. <laughs> I thought I was quite good at this. No, no, not this year, mate, sadly. So, yeah, Adam, last place, 24th on 98. Um, Don't worry, mate. I'm right down there with you. In joint 22nd with 94 is uh, me. And uh, Nate Whittam, uh, specialist producer Nate Whittam. Um, Above that is my partner, Gina, who uh, she's on 92, and she probably put, like, Brighton... 20th and Man United 19th or something I think um, and I laughed at her for her predictions at the start of the year well I'm not laughing now <laughs> um, above that joint 19th is Chris and Sam on 90 Tom is in 18th 88 Tom Townley uh, in joint hang on a minute joint 15th uh, John OG Chuck Booth another Chuck another Chuck B ridiculous um, and Super producer Ian Stimpson, 86 points. A far cry from when you won it with about 24, I believe, by cheating. Yeah, first season. wasn't cheating. Um, 11th, 
joint 11th place, we have Mike Wellman, Oscar Dalton, and I believe Papa Dalton tying for Ooh, the year. Drama in the um, Dalton household. And certified bean drinker, recurring character, my buddy, your buddy, everybody's buddy, Nick, on 84 as well. In joint ninth, Brandon from Always Cheating and Anand. Literally had no other way of knowing who that person was, so good, good job I'm quite glad won. they didn't yeah. win, so would not be able to contact them. Joint sixth place, Jeff, Andy, Rob, bang. Uh, those lads are there. Joint fourth, Oscar's getting... Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm leaning into my yeah. microphone. Yeah. my name yet. Oh, my. <laughs> Joint fourth, Toby and Michelle. She won the FPL leagues, but she didn't win the predictor league. 76 points. And then we come to the top three. Mm. I say a top three because there's two people tied in second and a clear winner. Oh, my. I say oh clear. My. We were all so shit this year. So yeah. shit. So shit. So in joint second, Alex Sampson and... Oscar Puente points couldn't win so the winner is Lynn insert correct pronunciation for your surname here Ian's mate (laughs) on 72 points you win yay Hamer congratulations Lynn here's a pen click for you um, because I know you love it Uh, yeah congratulations Um, let's see what were Lynn's predictions oh that's too hard to read isn't it Arsenal fourth, Villa eighth, Bournemouth twentieth. E, uh, that's oh no, they did get relegated. That's Southampton. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, Brentford fifteen, Brighton fourteen, Chelsea fifth, uh, yeah, Palace tenth, Everton seventeenth. That is oh, right. Fulham twelfth, Leeds eighteenth. That's another one. Uh, ninth for Leicester. That's a poor one. Liverpool winning the league, Man City coming second, Manchester United coming seventh, Uh, (laughs) Newcastle 11th, Forest 16th, Southampton 19th, Tottenham third, West Ham sixth, and Wolves 13th. There we go. Do any of you have any questions about your predictions? Our time is our own at this point. (laughs) I've given up caring if anyone's listening or if it's good content. Uh, I did wonder when you went through the whole league, but then I had the same thought. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, (laughs) who cares now? If you're in at this point, you need help. (laughs) More help than we can provide. um, Oscar, you had Chelsea third. Um, Adam, you had Arsenal fifth. Um, as did most people. I had Ian, Arsenal really you, though, I think. You, no, fifth. Oh, fifth, okay. Fifth as well. Fifth as well, Chelsea third. Everyone pretty much had very similar picks, which is why we were all shit. You had Palace seventh. You always put Palace flirting with Europe. No, um, I used to put them for relegation, and that was when I won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm misremembering that. I thought you I always were nice. first three seasons, put... I had them for relegation, and then the last two, I put them to do well. He, he 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 I he wanted to save my feelings. Yeah, for some reason. Um, <laughs> so there we are. That's the things. Lynn, you'll be getting the prize: fifty pound, fifty-one pound gift card. Oh, that's going to hurt me to give her fifty it quid. <sighs> all right, fine. You don't have to. <laughs> I could just end it all of this out. Could point. <laughs> Good. And the winner is Oscar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is what happened. That is the games. Speaking of games. 
bluff attack. Gotta bluff, we're gonna bluff. Three people in the bluff. This time, I'm still gonna ask you questions. And there's numbers of things you gotta guess. How will it go with three? We'll see right now. Alright, it is time to bluff. <laughs> Um, I have three categories. I put thought into how many of them there are once again, Ian, so that they are actually a manageable amount and not just Beatles songs. Um, <laughs> we've learned, we've learned over these five years. Yep. The, the season title quiz thing is done and dusted, but Adam, if you win a point, you can give it to either Chuck or Ian. I don't care. Um, or you Me. can keep it for yourself. We'll see how it goes. Everything is arbitrary. I gave you the FPL crown. You I was going to say, he just puts another star on his crown. That's all he does. <laughs> All right, I'll start with the first category, and this will go to Adam, uh, because alphabetical order. Uh, there are 10 in this one, Adam, and I'm picking this one for you specifically because I think of you as my fellow geek, um, because we both like the Weekly Planet podcast. So there are 10 Avengers that went on the time heist in Avengers Endgame. They put on those special suits. They went through the quantum realm. They went back to alternate timelines to get the stones and bring them back to defeat Thanos. How many of those 10 can you name? Oh, um, hmm. That is a good question. I will start the bidding with five. Solid five. Five out of ten. Straight to 50%. Chuck, can you beat 50%? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <sighs> Fucking hell. I only watched Ian. this recently as well. Uh, but I'm not going to. I will bow out because uh, I'm not going to get nine or ten so yeah all right Adam do you want to go for nine or do you want to leave it for Chuck at eight uh we'll go ten <laughs> I don't think I could freeze do him out uh, um I'm trying to think of each scene now and do the maths <laughs> in my head at the same time which is really actually quite difficult uh no see I reckon I could only get eight confidently um so I'll, I'm gonna have to Give it to Chuck. All right, Chuck, let's have it. Eight Avengers that went on the big time heist in the middle act of Endgame. Uh, the big Thorbowski. Correct, one. <laughs> uh, Captain America. Two, yes. Look at that ass. Iron Man. <laughs> Three, yes. Look at that goatee. Gamora. Sorry? What's her name? The, the, the robot lady. Oh, shit, what's her name? I'm going to need Gamora. to know what you said just now. I he said Gamora. Gamora, and it's not the right person. That's yeah, not, not the, the right, right person. person. Gamora oh, was dead. Right. She was dead. Oh, yes. The the robot, the Thanos daughter, Nebula, Man Hulk, Nebula, Hawkeye, you were thinking of Black Nebula. Widow, War Machine, and the other one. Yeah, Nebula. That's the one. Damn it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, did anybody want to throw any other ones out there? Yeah, Rocket went. Um, yeah, Rocket yeah. was with Thor. They went for the Reality Stone. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yes, Ant Man went for the Mind Stone with Cap and Iron Man into 2012. Hulk, Hawkeye, Black Widow, War Machine. War Machine was with Nebula. Yeah, they got Brody. the Power Stone off Quill. Yeah. Very good. Um, okay, so Chuck doesn't get that point, which means, Chuck, you can so decide Adam who does get it. Adam gets it? Yes. Well, Adam Excellent. gets it because he Adam bid. gets it because he was the last one in bidding. Aha. Default okay. victory. Yeah, no, we'll just, we'll just make rules. Sure. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, point to Adam. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> See, your normal tactic of never bidding won't work in this game. Uh, That's true. Three that, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have in front of me, uh, Chuck, you get to bid first on this one. The 12 teams 
that in the mop era, so from the 2018-19 season through the season that just ended yesterday. <laughs> As it's commonly known. Yes, the mop era. Um, <laughs> yeah. 12 teams were relegated, some of them more than once. That's why it's only 12, even though it's five seasons. How many of the 12 relegated teams relegated during the mop era can you name? I will start with seven. Seven out of 12 relegated teams. Ian, can you name eight? Uh, I'll jump it to nine. Nine out of 12 oh relegated teams in the pro- in the mop era. Adam, do you want to go higher? No, no, I really don't. I, nine would be too much to me, <laughs> to be honest. All right. Uh, Chuck, do you want to go nine? One, two, three, four, five, six. I've got eight written down. So that's whether you punt. I'll let Ian have a category. Ooh. I think I could do ten, <laughs> but I'm going to let Ian take the category. All right, Ian, I'm going to need eight relegated teams, please. Okay, so I'll try and go. I don't. I usually go scattergun. I'm going to try and go a little bit more recent to... to Chronological uh, reverse order? The only logical yeah. way? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> sure, so, sure, sure. Yes. so how many have I got to get? How many did I say? Nine. Eight. So, um, did you say eight or nine? Nine. I jumped it to nine, didn't nine. I? Nine, yeah. okay. Then you've got to give me nine. Okay, uh, so uh, Leicester leads Southampton. Correct, that's three, six more. So, who went down the previous year? It was uh, Burnley, Yes. Uh, Watford and Norwich. Correct and correct, that's uh, seven. Six. Six, six that you've given <laughs> six. me, yes. Four more to go. Okay. Um, uh, Sheffield United. Yes, two more. I'm going a bit more scat gun now. Uh, Bournemouth. Yes. Oh, of course. Uh, West Brom. Yes. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, point Ian, I think. Is it? Is that it? Yeah, yeah you said nine. Yeah, oh, you shit. Said nine. Okay. Fuck it out. Do you want to finish was, out the category? I couldn't deal with the pressure. Um, oh, well, Fulham were, right? Yeah, of course Fulham were. Yeah, um, Fulham twice. And it must be Huddersfield. It is. Oh, there it Huddersfield. Is. Yes, of course. To run through those in order, in 2019, it was Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Uh, In 2020, we had Bournemouth, Watford, and Norwich City. In 2021, we had Sheffield United and West Brom (laughs) and Fulham. Uh, In 2022, we had Watford again, Norwich again, and Burnley. And then it this says year, something about me that I do well on a category about failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's teams moving closer to a, team, a yeah, team you spirit, support. Spiritual you know. homes, yeah. All right. Well, last category then, Ian, you can bid first. Okay. We reported on two World Cups on this podcast. Reported. Sure. Uh, <laughs> in that time, there were 12, once again, 12 teams that made the quarterfinals or later. So not the round of 16, but the next round after that. Oh, God. How many quarterfinals between the 2018 and 2022 World Cups, a.k.a. Mop Era World Cups? <laughs> Is that known? <laughs> yes, they are known. Can you name? And it's my bid first, is it? And it's your bid first out of 12. 12 okay, quarterfinals. I will go the halfway mark. I'll go six. Six. There are four teams that did it twice. That's why it yeah. is not 16 okay. teams, obviously. I'll go seven. Because that is higher than six. <laughs> okay, seven. <laughs> yeah. Do I have eight? Yeah, eight. Uh, oh, I'm furiously scribbling. No, I'm not going to go any higher than that. I'm out. All right, Ian is out. Adam, do you want to go for more than eight? Yes, let's go nine. All right, and this will be for okay. the win, by the way. 
This will be for the win. The all important win. I'm close. I, uh, there's a couple that uh, my brain seems to have been penetrated by the Euros. <laughs> and so there's some teams where I'm like, shit. So I'm going to go let Adam take it at oh, nine. No. <laughs> oh, no. He did not want that. <laughs> oh, God. I have six. I definitely have six, but yeah, I'm going to let you take it. At the, so Adam, if you can name this year's eight quarterfinalists plus one more from 2018, you'll have the category. Okay. Um, so England and France. One England and two, and yes. Played. Both of those 2018 and 2022. Um, Netherlands, Argentina, because that was the game with the Veghorst free kick and stuff. I remember mm-hmm. that from this Very recent good. one. Very good. Both of those only in 2022. Five more, please. Morocco got to the quarterfinals this time. Very good. Yes. Croatia. They got in 2018. Very good. 2018 definitely. and 2022. Both times. Okay. Um, Three more. Uh, Brazil. 2018 and 2022. Two more. 2018 was uh, Portugal. Were they one of them? Portugal was one of the ones in 2022, not 2018. Uh, same difference. But they are okay. in there. You have all the 2022 <laughs> ones, which means you have to name one of the 2018 ones. Um. Oh, who did England lose to in the third place playoff in 2018? Ah, Belgium. Hey, ding ding nice. ding! There it is. Adam wins, and Adam yes. is now crowned now and forever bluffer champion. <laughs> he completely made a mockery. Lineal, of this. lineal champion. <laughs> well, this doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> he doesn't even have music, so play I was my music, say. please. Oh dear. What is no, your don't music play his music. I don't want to play give, his music. Give Adam the fanfare or something, the uh, Patrick Bamford music. Oh, I play. Because Patrick Bamford is oh, now sorry, dead. Sorry, I us. hit Crime Watch. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's Chuck Bailey Investigates. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> give him the new Twitter one. Uh, oh, I haven't got that. I've t- I took that off a long time ago. I've, got, I've only got so many um, ball things. Buttons here. on your little keyboard? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> Very fair. Lovely, Very Adam. Fair. That is officially your soundbite from now and forevermore on this podcast. Immortalized. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that it? Are we done well, then? Yeah, we're going to take a couple of weeks off now because we've got, um, as in, we're going to let the FA Cup final happen. We're going to let uh, Fiorentina West Ham happen and we're going to let the Champions League final happen. And then we'll come back for a farewell episode and that will be the last one. Time to say goodbye. Yeah, that's it. I don't have any fixtures to read, so uh, there we are. Uh, Thanks, Adam, for taking all the glory. Um, (laughs) Really, it's the only way that this could go out. I'm glad that we could send you off into the sunset full of joy. Um, Oh, I'm going to have to change my timings because we have you. So say goodbye, Adam. Goodbye. (laughs) Say goodbye, Oscar. Goodbye, Oscar. Say goodbye, Ian. Goodbye. I'm on a massive time delay, so that felt really awkward. Yeah. Thanks to all our Patreon producers, <laughs> Jeff, Andy, Tom, Sam, and Morgan, Nate! Yeah. <laughs> all right. There we go. All right. right. Oh, dear. Cheers, chaps. Indeed. Bye, boys. Thank that you. was fun. Lovely. Lovely. Adam, genuinely, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cheers, mate. mate, you've been no, I... fucking immense. Oh. Absolutely immense, mate. Thank you so much. I think nothing of it. A pleasure. I'll do it all okay, again. See you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. See you later. <laughs> <Cheers. laughs>
Uh, <laughs> all right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, <laughs> cheers, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.